0: Hi everyone, I'm Mark Mulholland. Welcome to The Upbeat, a podcast about hope and perseverance. Today you're going to hear a story about an unexpected and difficult diagnosis, a tough health battle, and in the midst of it all, incredible faith and positivity. I'm joined today by Diane Zazaro from Stillwater, New York. For those listening around the country or around the world, Stillwater is a tight-knit community on the Hudson River in upstate New York. Parts of Stillwater were where the Battles of Saratoga took place, which history tells us was the turning point of the American Revolution. My guest today is engaged in a battle of her own. Hers is against colon cancer. Diane, thank you for coming to this podcast to share your story.
1: Thank you, Mark, for having me.
0: Tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, um, I was born and raised in New Jersey, uh, an only child of two parents who uh, came from Puerto Rico and uh, had a great childhood, very close-knit family, married my husband in 2002, we met at work and uh, we have three children who we're extremely proud of. Uh, Lauren is 18, currently in college, and our boys are 15 years old, Anthony and Johnny and their sophomores at Stillwater, uh, doing their thing and, and making a name for themselves, so we're very proud of them and uh, I'm very fortunate to have them in my life.
0: A wonderful family and a wonderful community.
1: Oh, yes.
0: And that community has been incredibly important, especially since that day in April of 2021. Yeah, Take me back to that day.
1: Um, I get emotional because- Understood. Of the, in, but in a good way. Um, April 19th, uh, prior to that day, I had been going through some uh, difficult medical conditions, which the irony is that prior to that, I was the healthiest person you can ever meet. All I took were supplemental vitamins, maybe an iron. No history of cancer in the family. No, none, none in biologically. Uh, we just it it was it came out of nowhere. So it eventually, came to be um, my internist, Dr. Nicole Bellinger. Notice, I was losing blood. So between the months of November of 2020 and March of 2021, I lost three pints of blood. But it, I wasn't excreting. We had yeah, no know where. idea why. Right? No idea why, where, what was going on. And uh, April 19th, I had my colonoscopy, and when I woke up, I was told that I have colon cancer. They found a tennis-sized tumor. In my colon and it became a whirlwind immediately after that. Um, I could not be more grateful to my doctors. Dr. Lee at Albany Medical was fantastic. Um, it was overwhelming and we didn't share the news with everyone. We kept to very few people. It wasn't until after my surgery on May 19th Uh, I remember prior to that, I was about a month afterwards, and I remember talking to, with my husband about it, and I said, you know, people may start seeing changes. I said, I'm very transparent about a lot of things. At the same time, I thought, "Um, I could use some prayer warriors. I really could. And on May 19th, I shared it on, with family and friends on social media. and my family and friends. And I'm sorry I get emotional no, when I think about this. No, don't be sorry at all. Um, the overwhelming amount of love and support that was provided to me and my family. I've been given a gift that not many people have been given.
0: You and consider it a gift.
1: I do. It's a blessing, because what we've experienced in the last year and a half has been incredible. Um, When we eventually, we didn't, we hadn't told our children, or we had told our children the week before. And what I shared with them was, you have a choice of handling this in two different ways. You can go down a rabbit hole. You can feel sorry for yourself. You can just say, I'm in despair. This is awful. This is awful. Or you can say, you know what? We're all going to have a sunset date. And I told them whether the good Lord takes me next year or in 30, 40 years from now, I said, let's enjoy the ride. Every day is going to be a journey. Every day is going to be a victory. Some days may be better than others. And I told them I'll be completely transparent with you. So anything new we find out, I share with them. Um, and it was shortly after that, we started the chemo treatment. And uh, by the grace of God, it's been, it was It was well. I, I just, I'm just tired. Uh, not sick, never was able to not do something because of physical ailments or anything because of it. So I've been truly, truly blessed. So yeah, it's been a gift.
0: Are you still receiving treatment?
1: Yes, Um, unfortunately, about a month ago, my last CT scan, they did find that the lesions are continuing to grow. Um, So they did change my cocktail, as we call it, and it's a little more aggressive now. So now i am developed neuropathy in my hands and feet. So I have the gloves and it's just a new way of living. So I just have to be a little more aware saying, okay, if I want something with milk, I just leave the milk out so it's room temperature. When I walk outside, I got to check to make sure I have my gloves with me. Uh, it's just a new way of living, but it's not the end of the world it could, because it could be a lot worse.
0: Um, You've you mentioned a little bit that you did share with your children and you said mm-hmm. that you now have an opportunity that's the way you posed it to them how did they receive the news
1: they all three of them just sort of um they were processing what they were hearing
0: frightened i'm sure though Uh,
1: it was interesting how they all reacted to it my daughter immediately went upstairs and uh my boys didn't say anything they just sort of looked at each other and I went upstairs and my daughter was in the bathroom. I heard her crying. And I, she opened the door and I said. And she looked at me. She goes, it's not supposed to be you. And I looked at her and I said, well, maybe there's a reason for this. I said, things happen to people. It doesn't mean that they're good, they're bad. They did something. It, it just happens. I said, we're going to take this opportunity, though, with, and share our story. We're going to look at this in a good way. I said, we don't know what's going to happen, but maybe something in miraculous will, and that's how we have to look at it. And dried our tears. She, we just hugged for a while, and um, it wasn't until later where my boys were more, t- were more internal about it. Yeah, uh, it as wasn't, boys will be. As boys will be. <laughs> um, my son Anthony. My, my Johnny, I should say. I'll start with him. He- uh, he'll, Twins, he'll, twin, boys. twin boys. They're uh, twin boys. Jonathan's the younger of the two. And he would talk about it little bits at a time with me. And, and he would say, you know, mom, I think we'll get through this. We'll be able to do this. I said, we absolutely will. We're, the five of us, were tight. We got this. We have great family. We have amazing community that I can't even begin to express my gratitude to our community who I consider family to me. And uh, so he and I talk about it often. My Anthony was always quiet until one day he and I, I took him out to dinner and he said, mom, I was mad. Hmm. I was really angry, but I wasn't angry, I was just angry. And he said, a lot of times I forget you're sick. And you and I spoke a little briefly earlier about that. I promised myself that I would continue doing what I did before the diagnosis.
0: Which is not always easy.
1: No, no. And I have, in my own way, let go on a couple of things. Uh, But at the same time, I don't want things to change. They already know things are different. They already know in the household, mom's got, you know, they'll get the milk for me. They'll get anything out of the refrigerator or the freezer for me. Uh, But-
0: You want them to have their mom, not their mom with cancer.
1: Absolutely, Um, that's what I want them to know. And I want them to say, you know, we're gonna hit adversary moments in our lives. We're gonna meet difficult moments and everyone's going to meet those challenges, but it's how you react to them that's gonna change the outcome of the end result. Said, I could, I I really try to be very positive about it. Uh, Even my treatments, I look forward to my treatment days because I get to see my nurses.
0: <laughs> what is the source? That's amazing to me, Diane. What is the source of your positivity? How how are you able to maintain such a positive mindset?
1: I will tell you, it's my faith.
0: I, have you always been a faithful person? Have you always yes. been? Are you? Do you very consider faithful, yourself religious? Very,
1: oh yes. Uh, I talk. Uh, I will tell you this: the day that I was diagnosed. I told my husband when we got home, I said, I just need to walk. And I just, and I literally, and I can tell you this, Mark, as I'm sitting here right now, I was walking and I said, God, I'm giving you me because this is so much bigger than I. And I can tell you, I felt a God-given peace from my head to my toes. And I said, we got this. We got this. And because of my faith, I'm not alone in this. And it's just going to persevere as things go by and and as days go by and months go by. And I pray that one day I get to ring that bell and go, I'm done. (laughs) And I look forward to that day. And I know that day will come. Uh, And regardless of whatever may happen, because we don't know, I'm enjoying the ride.
0: You've given it up to a higher power and enjoyed the support of a supportive community. Stillwater, you moved to Stillwater, you know, 18 years ago or so from, or 20 years ago now from, from New Jersey. And they have, that community has embraced you as if you'd been there all your life, correct?
1: I cannot express how much I appreciate not just Stillwater, but Mechanicville. With these two communities full of friends that I consider family, um, they have supported us when, uh, when I didn't, what I didn't expect. It wasn't something I, it just blew me out of the water and uh, I will forever be grateful, forever be grateful to them. Uh,
0: your family received some angel aid from Kelly's Angels, which is the organization which is providing these podcasts uh, to help you make memories together. What would you do? I don't recall, Dan. what would you do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We have expenses uh, and the medical expenses are, are there and um, We were very fortunate that they were able to help with those expenses, Uh, and we were very grateful that Kelly's Angels provided my daughter with a a scholarship.
0: Yeah, uh, she was awarded a scholarship for children who persevere through adversity, and this uh, is—we're talking a lot about that adversity right now. Your adversity, which has made it a family. Uh, adversity mm-hmm. uh, and she's going to the University of Connecticut now. She's yes, a Husky. She is.
1: She's a Husky. How's she doing? Uh, she's doing well. And again,
0: her name is Lauren. Her
1: yes, first name is Lauren. Lauren. And uh, she calls me every day. She will FaceTime me, text me. Um,
0: What's she pursuing? Does she know yet?
1: Yes. Uh, she's looking to become a physical therapist. So she's looking into kinesiology degree or program. And uh, she's really very excited. She's going to start some of her courses in under Gamble Pavilions Court. <laughs> so that's going to be pretty exciting yeah. for her next semester, but she's uh, she's doing well.
0: Uh, she's a good student. Uh, your boys are good students. What if they learned? What do you think they've learned from from the challenges you've faced? Because kids have to grow up too soon when they have a cancer diagnosis in the family. Un- I've experienced that personally.
1: Unfortunately, they do. What I hope is that they, they see that whatever comes their way, they can face it head on, but in a positive way. Um, it's okay to be mad, it's okay to be angry, uh, but it's also an opportunity to say, okay, let's move forward, let's find a solution, let's, let's get this done. Uh, they, As I mentioned, my son, the best compliment I received was him saying, I sometimes forget you're sick. Yeah. And my husband will remind them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> say, like, you know, clean your room or do something, and, the, and he'll say, Listen, mom can you use some help mom here. Mom can't you know? do
0: everything. No,
1: um, but th- they're really great kids. Um, they're kind. And,. Uh, They're, they're, the boys, especially, are very sentimental with me, and they're uh, they're sweet kids when it comes to their mom. And so, like I said, I don't know when my sunset day will be, but I just pray that they grow to be good men, loving husbands, a loving wife, loving parents, if they choose to have a family. Uh, but that that's that's the main prerogative of my wanting them to to their main focus would
0: be. Amen to that. We're talking with Diane Zazaro of Stillwater, New York, who considers colon cancer one of life's greatest blessings. We'll be right back.
2: Support for Kelly's Angels comes from the Cartier Real Estate Group, a trusted boutique brokerage in Saratoga Springs, New York, that helps clients navigate the complicated and often unpredictable process of buying and selling homes. From expert guidance throughout your transaction to ongoing advice on improving market value, the Cartier Real Estate Group works to help clients at every price point realize their residential and commercial real estate goals. Learn more at thecartiergroup.com. The Saratoga Casino Hotel Foundation, which is on a mission to support charitable and public benefit organizations whose purpose is the betterment of the quality of life, health, and welfare of residents of Saratoga County, New York. And from Noble Ace Hardware in South Glens Falls, New York, which offers competitive pricing and high-quality products for just about anything you need. For more than 30 years, the team at Noble Ace has delivered on its promise to be the most helpful hardware store in town by providing excellent customer service that exceeds expectations and reflects family values during each and every visit.
0: And we're continuing our conversation with Diane Zazero of Stillwater, New York, who is battling colon cancer. And she's been talking to us about some of the ups and downs. And I'd like to expand on that a little bit. How much of a roller coaster do you find? Do you find that in the middle of the day, sometimes you'll just have a moment?
1: Um, on occasion, on occasion, um, when I got the news of the lesions growing, that was a rough day. Uh, and,
0: and again, that was just recently.
1: That was just about a month ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and I try not to focus too much so that it's a down, then mostly focus on, okay, getting through the day, there's another victory. Getting through the week, whew, that's a huge win uh, without me laying on the couch. <laughs> uh, those little victories add up over time. But the roller coaster happens on certain moments when you don't expect Uh this past April 19th, I went in for treatment. And it was my one-year anniversary. And they told me my numbers were very low and I couldn't get treatment. I bawled all day. And it was just an emotional day. It was my anniversary. I couldn't get the treatment. Your wedding
0: anniversary, April 19th? Oh, I'm
1: sorry. April 19th the day, oh, of the, the, the day I was diagnosed. The day I was diagnosed of that. Okay. And so um, the next week I go in and... They checked my numbers and my nurse was so funny. She said, okay, looks like you're good and you can get treatment. I cried. I'm like, I'm getting treatment, this is so exciting. (laughs) Uh, And she's like, I think you're the first patient that's ever cried to be excited to get treatment. I said, but it's a huge win. And to me, I'm like, okay, we're still fighting this. I'm able to get it. And I always took for granted. Oh yeah, I can go in and I can get the treatment. And it was a reminder that, ooh, this is uh, not always the case. And it's those moments where that roller coaster comes on. Um, but I'm grateful that most of the time I'm on a pretty good high. And uh, I do get frustrated if I'm a little too tired or something of that nature. Uh, as I mentioned, the kids know this is going on.
0: Um, and you count on your faith to just yeah. to, to sort of
1: strengthen That's you. number one. That's what I think really keeps, us, keeps me on a high.
0: And you, you're an energetic person by nature, so you're, you're always sort of on the move. In fact, uh, you participate, you and your family and friends participate in the Mother Love and 5K on Mother's Day that in the Saratoga Spa State Park, and we love you for, for doing that and helping others who are going through similar situations. Um, what have you learned about yourself in the past year or so, year and a half, I guess it is now?
1: It's amazing what you can do when you're challenged. Yeah. That is, I think, I don't know if I would have been able to do this or I think I, I would have taken for granted hearing other people doing this bone. You're in the middle of it and you're faced with these challenges. It's amazing what you can do. Um, and it's not for anything but other than you have to go through it. And I think I learned for myself is I need to be more patient and just take each challenge and say, okay, we're going to, we're going to jump over this one. We're going to get through it. And I think that's what I've learned is that I'm more patient with myself in getting through it, but realizing.
0: Give yourself a break.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Give myself a break and realize, wow, um, look how far we've come.
0: The holidays are nearly upon us. Do you have any, do they become even more special Mm -hmm. this year?
1: I think every, moment and situation becomes much more special. Uh, my perspective definitely has changed. Uh, I will admit, when you're talking about the roller coasters, I'm, I'm gonna go back for a quick second, the day that they told me the lesions were growing, um, I did have a moment that I looked at the calendar and I saw September 12th and that was my boy's birthday and I thought, Lord, let me see you next year. Cause I don't know. was a moment um
0: those goals are important though aren't they Mm -hmm. i mean you don't like to think about them necessarily they make you emotional but they're important to have you've got to have we all need those things to strive for
1: right and so the holidays are very special um weekends are very special anytime last night at my uh this past weekend my aunt and my cousin came up to visit us we're playing picture last night I savored that moment with them and my boys. And it was just, it's those little moments that I just even mean even more, where maybe five years ago I took for granted saying, oh, okay, we'll play Monopoly, no big deal. But now it's, okay, we're going to do this. Those
0: moments are fleeting even for people who are well. Mm -hmm. So... That's great that you're taking stock of that and realizing, yeah, I'm I'm gonna capture this. This is oh, yeah, it, this is this is a scene burned in my memory, right?
1: Pretty much and I journal all the time. So Oh you do? I journal every day.
0: Did you before you were ill?
1: Yes. Oh, I've you been did. journaling uh I started the month before my daughter was born.
0: You recommend it to others?
1: I, all the time. Yeah. Uh there are a few people that I've met during this time. Um, one in particular. She and I uh, I spoke with her, it was her first treatment, and I could tell she was scared. And we've become very friendly over the last year. Part of that sorority. Year. Yeah, part of that sorority. And I gave her a journal because I said sometimes it's great to just put express yourself in on paper that you maybe are unable to verbalize. And so I journal constantly. So I have two journals. I have my everyday journal where I have document the kids do things. Blah, 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 blah. And the gratitude journal. And then right? I have what's called my journey journal. And I looked back at it not that long ago and I said, wow, it's amazing how far we've come. Uh, granted, I wish you. I want to ring the bell. Yes. However, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll just make it that day much more special.
0: What advice do you have for others who might be going through something similar? You mentioned that You've you encountered someone on your journey who you've encouraged to journal as well. What other what other life advice would you offer, Diane?
1: Lean on others. Lean Which on isn't
0: them. easy for some. It no. wasn't easy for my family, I can tell you that. When...
1: No, it's tough because you think... Because no, you I have to wanna... admit you need some help. You need help, and you don't want to bother anybody. You don't want to say, oh, no, 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 I'm good, I got this. I've learned to let that go because as much as I enjoy and want to help others. I think they want to reciprocate and you forget that. And I said, you know what? Okay, my girlfriend will call me like, do you need a meal this week? And normally when I say no, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's gonna be, be treatment week. Yeah, I can use a meal. And it's learning to how to lean on others, but knowing that that's where you find your strength. You know, recently I, I posted something and I was thinking about it I don't know why it just kept resonating. And I said, you know, strength isn't always a roar. Sometimes it's a whisper to yourself that says, hey, I can do this. And those are the whisper moments where somebody says, can I get this for you? Can I can I pick up milk or can I do that? And you say, yeah. And that's, that in itself is something I've learned over the last year and a half. And I'm very grateful to have people around me that are willing to help. And I'm at the point now where I can just call and say, can I ask a favor? Yeah. <laughs> and not hesitate.
0: So it, Diane, this has been this has been a tremendous pleasure. Uh, I appreciate you opening up uh, to tell your story and I hope it inspires others. I know it inspires me. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: This is an amazing community. When you're meeting this new diagnosis, you don't realize how much your world's gonna change. You, the biggest thing is the unknown. And that's what I think scares most people. Uh, But when you're going through it, you realize, because of the support system, you can do this. And you're not alone. And that's, I think, the biggest thing to take away from this, is that when you think that nobody understands, you'd be surprised who does.
0: I couldn't say it any better than that. Thank you, Diane.
1: Well, thank you, Mark. I appreciate your time.
0: And thanks to everyone for listening. I hope you'll subscribe to this podcast and listen to future episodes. If you'd like to be a guest, to share your story, or you have a topic idea, let us know by sending an email to Kelly'sAngelsinc at gmail.com. I'm Mark Mulholland. Until next time, stay on The
2: Upbeat. If you enjoy The Upbeat, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have topics you'd like us to cover on The Upbeat, please send your ideas to theupbeatpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. On behalf of the volunteer board of Kelly's Angels and the families we help who are facing life-threatening conditions, thank you for listening to The Upbeat.
0: Nice job, McKenna Rose.
2: Thanks, Dad, you too.